Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. There have been a lot of people that, that say, well, I think I'm doing right by doing this, or they say they swear you down that this is right, but it's actually wrong as two, two left shoes. The Bible says, how great is that darkness? Now why the Lord bring, bring that up? Because in the very next verse it says, no man can serve two masters. There are some that say, that declare, I will serve Jesus, but we're still pursuing after money. I will serve Jesus, but we're still pursuing self and pursuing pride and foolish gain. So the Lord breaks it down. You cannot do both. Either you're going to walk in darkness or walk in light. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now here is today's message. Welcome, everybody, uh, here in the house of God today. I want to welcome everybody that's also joining us by way of on our online community. Whether you're listening or watching from all around the world, wherever you are, we want you to know that there is a place in Bremen, Georgia, that is playing, playing, yes, playing and praying for you. Yes, we can play together when you get here, too. Yes, praise God. But we are definitely praying for you. Somebody needs to play, obviously. I'm just going to go with that, Nina. I'm going to go with that. We need to play. Praise the Lord. All right. But welcome to the service today. It's, it's going to be that type of service, obviously, today. So we thank you guys for joining us. All right. Well, as you know, we've been in a series for the past few weeks entitled Rediscovering the Kingdom. Rediscovering the Kingdom. And I cannot tell you how important it is that we understand, uh, understand this message. This really was the message that Jesus came to teach and to proclaim to all mankind. Yes, he is the savior of the world. Yes, by his shed blood, we would, we would uh, have forgiveness and redemption and salvation. We would be, we, we'd have access into the, access into the, the presence of God through his sacrifice. But the message he came to bring to us was that of the kingdom of God. Because when you are born again, then you can enter the kingdom of God. You can interact with, with everything that God has for you. You can receive your inheritance. You can't do that without Jesus. Jesus is the one who opens the door. As a matter of fact, he is the door. Jesus said that he is the door. And when we walk through him, we enter in and we find rest in everything that we need. Well, we don't want to stay at the door. Many people uh, find out about salvation and they learn about Jesus and they receive Jesus and that's wonderful. But then they take a chair and a bed and a, and a lamp and, a, and they sit right at the front door. They don't go into the entire house and discover everything that's there. It's like, you know, somebody that has a uh, maybe a 40 bedroom mansion. See, see, a 40 bedroom mansion. And people go to the door and say, Whoa, what a wonderful door. Oh, this door is wonderful. I'm going to take a minute right here. Oh, what a wonderful archway. Oh, this is wonderful. You know, let's just sit right here and let's sit down right here at the door. The Lord said, Hey, there's so much more for you. Go on inside. Go on inside and discover all the rooms that's inside. See everything I have prepared for you, everything I have planned for you, everything that I built for you. Go on, go on, go on. But many are content just to hang around the door of salvation. 
And Jesus wants you to go on and explore everything that he's made for you. Amen. So let's look at this again. Let, we're going to read just I want to reiterate a few things to you. Mark the uh, Mark, the first chapter, Mark one, uh, 14, 15 says this. Now, after now, after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Verse 15 and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and what? Believe the gospel. So this was the message that God gave John. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. When Jesus came, took up that same mantle, that same message. And this was a message that Jesus came to preach about the kingdom of God. You'll find that the, the, that the terms kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven are synonymous. As a matter of fact, we look also in Matthew, the sixth chapter, Matthew six, verses um, nine and ten, what we call the Lord's Prayer here. It says here, or the disciples prayer or the model prayer. Matthew six, uh, verse number nine says, after this manner, therefore, pray ye our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So not only did Jesus come proclaiming the kingdom of God is at hand, the kingdom of God is near, the kingdom of God is here. He also told us to pray that. He gave us instruction, pray for the Father's kingdom to come. It says in earth, but understand something, you were formed of the dust of the earth, right? He's talking about us. He's talking about us. I'm thankful for the rocks and the trees and the flowers and all, the, all that. And I'm thankful for all of that, praise God. But when the will of God and the kingdom of God comes in us, it's going to affect the planet. It's going to affect everything around us. If every human being were filled with the kingdom of God, were filled with the, with, with, uh, the Father's will, we're all focused on doing the Father's will, heaven would be upon the planet. You know, we, it would affect the environment that we, are, that we are part of. So chiefly, we need to pray, Father, let your kingdom come in me. Let your will be done in me. Hallelujah. Now we'll also discover this that Jesus is the king of the kingdom, right? And because he's the king of the kingdom, and the Bible calls us kings and priests, he's called us to be kings and priests. He has made us kings under him. He is the king of kings, and we are those kings. Every king has a domain or a dominion, right? The father's kingdom, the kingdom of God, is everywhere, everywhere, right? Everywhere, everything, and because he is king, he gives, he makes us king. And every king, again, has his own, has his, uh, has their own dominion, has his own place of authority, his own rule. The very, the very first place you're going to have to rule is you, is this flesh, right? God gave you dominion and authority over your flesh. Say with me, I have dominion. I have authority over this flesh, right? So we, I don't want us to think, well, Lord, let your kingdom come in, in earth, you know, in my neighbor down there, let your will be done, in my neighbor, let your will be done, in my children, let your will be done, in my grandchildren. The first place you need to pray is the will of God, the kingdom of God come, the, his will be done in you first, because when you change, the world around you will change. When you change, people will change the way they treat you.
People will change when you change. Now, we can see that in the negative. If you have a nasty attitude all the time, guess what? People show sure enough going to change the way they treat you. Right? But if you have, or if we are filled, our goal is to be filled with God, be filled with Christ, walk as, as Jesus, to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Don't you know the atmosphere around you will also change and people will, will begin to see you differently. The confidence, I've, I'm telling you, I've experienced so much confidence as I, as I allow the Holy Spirit just to come deeper into my heart, deeper into my soul and affect the change in me. I feel the power and presence of God many times come upon me and I feel the confidence and the courage of the Spirit and I feel like 10 feet, 20 feet tall. I'm telling you, massive, massive confidence, massive courage comes upon me. I feel like I can do anything. Many times, Mark, I have looked up in the sky and jumped up a little bit, but <laughs> nothing's happened just yet. But soon enough, praise the Lord, soon enough, praise God Almighty. But remember, if you hear nothing else, we're going to, our prayer is the Father's kingdom. Lord Jesus, your kingdom come, your will be done in me. And the Lord gives us a picture of how that looks. He says again, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. The picture of, the picture of how it's going to look, how Father's, will is, how Father's will looks and how his kingdom looks is a picture of heaven. Picture of heaven. There's no sickness in heaven. There's no disease in heaven. There's no poverty in heaven. There's none of that in heaven. No demonic control, no satanic rule. None of that's in heaven. So none of that should exist in you. So everywhere you go, you are an ambassador for the kingdom of heaven, for the kingdom of God. You bring heaven with you everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, you bring the rule, the dominion, the authority of heaven everywhere you go. As a matter of fact, you talk about ambassadors and people coming from other countries. When, when an ambassador comes from another country, let's say he's coming over from Africa, uh, they'll have their official garbs on. They'll look like that country. And they come representing that country, representing their government. They don't come expressing their opinion. Their opinion does not matter. It's the opinion of their government. They're saying what their government is saying. They're dressed like their government. Their rules uh, come from their government. Hallelujah. And as a matter of fact, uh, so when they come representing their government, they also come with the authority of the government, the backing of the government, the rule, the reign. By the same token, so are you and I. We come as citizens of the kingdom of God, as kings under the great king, and we carry the government, the rule, the reign of heaven with us everywhere we go. And the only reason that we have not seen this fully manifested in our lives is because many of us choose to be a citizen of that kingdom, but continue to walk in darkness. Continue to walk in darkness. So we're going to look at that today because what we want and what we need, what the world needs is for the Bible, the pages of the book, the pages of God's word, his will to be done in us. They need to see a living, breathing testimony of Jesus. It doesn't need to be some uh, dead religion where, OK, that's what God did in the book. Yeah, God does that sort of thing, but I don't know if he's going to do that thing for me. No, these words need to be playing out in your lives on a daily basis. 
on a daily basis. Remember, the Father has open rewards for you. If you seek him early, he has open rewards for you uh, to, to manifest in your life because this word has to take place in you. And remember, the most powerful testimony, the most powerful witness is someone that has actually been there. You know, I can tell you about taking a cruise. I've seen the pictures. I have um, I've seen people I've seen pictures from people that have been on the cruise. I've seen movie clips. So I can tell you, there's so much, I can tell you stats about how much the boat weighs. No, I really can't, James, but, but I'm sure I can find out how many crew members and all that stuff happened. But the most powerful witness is somebody that's actually been on a cruise. James can tell you, he went, he went on a cruise. Y'all talk to him after service about it. Right? That's the most powerful, most powerful witness. Somebody's actually been there and experienced it. So our witness will grow and develop with Christ the more we experience him, the more we learn of him. When you pray and you see your prayers come to pass, God answering your prayers, when, you're, when you feel the anointing of God and you're praying for people and they are recovering, when God gives you words of knowledge and, and encouragement to give to others, when you see it actually working in you, and that's what he wants. He wants his word working in you. Let me give you one more testimony before we get started. Lord, help me. A dear friend of mine, we pray together quite often, uh, was uh, in Walmart. And uh, they were there to pick up their items in the, in the outside pickup area. You know, you make your order and then they would go in, you know, they bring stuff out to you. Well, two Walmart employees came out to, uh, to the car and my friend was telling me, I had a word from the Lord. And the Lord kept dealing with him, with her, uh, kept dealing with her. And that, that uh, they had a word for these employees, for one of the employees. So she got out and just told him, hey, uh, the Lord is just telling me that um, you have a singing ministry and uh, he wants you, he's telling you to go back to church and, and sing for him. And just left and later said, oh, she said, well, do you sing? She said, yeah, I swear I sing in the choir all the time. Well, God is saying it's time for you to get back to church. It's time for you to begin to, to worship for him. He, he says it's time. And the lady just broke down and cried right there in the parking lot. And her friend was with her and heard the whole thing and was crying too. So right there, they were trying to load her food in her car in tears. As they experienced the word and the power of God right then, that was a word fitly spoken at that moment. And he, at the right time, bing, the Lord's a sharpshooter. You hear me? He, I mean, right there. Well, they eventually got the groceries in the car and, and the lady, uh, my friend, just went on back home. And then she tells me a few weeks later, she went back, uh, you know, got another order going in, same pickup. And uh, one of the ladies came out against, it's you. <laughs> she said, I, can't, I couldn't wait to tell you, couldn't wait to tell you. She said, I didn't know God could talk to people like that. You didn't know, okay. I didn't know God could talk to people like that. She said, well, where's your friend? Oh, she died. She died of COVID. Not too much longer after that. But the word of that went throughout all the employees in the store. She said, we were, we've been talking and talking about what God did that day, how God gave her another chance before she went on home. The kingdom of God invaded Walmart. 
and affected a change in so many lives. But she was willing to step out and take a risk. God, did you say this? Well, I'm going to say it. And it affected everyone that was there. You are meant to bring a change. And that's exactly what Jesus did. Even as he went to the woman at the well, gave her a word. Not only changed her life, but changed the entire town. Willing to step out as an ambassador of the kingdom of God. Say with me, I'm an ambassador of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. The Father uses me with power and authority that will help others to know him so that they also may be set free. Are you with me? You have to know who you are. You are kings. You are kings. You ladies can say queens. But of course, in Christ, there's no uh, Jew, no Greek, no male, nor female, no bond, nor free. So well, let's not get caught up with titles. Just, mean, just means that you have an authority. You have a rule. And there's more to being a Christian than just being born again. Although that is, we need to be born again. Amen. Without being born again, that's, just forget it. But there's more to this life than just coming in the doorway and standing under the arch. There's more that's go on inside. And that's what we're talking about in this series. Because again, the Lord wants heaven to be revealed in you every day. He wants heaven to be revealed to you every day. Let me give you one more example of that. My wife and I were going up to uh, Atlanta somewhere. Yeah, I forgot where we we're going, but we were going somewhere. And uh, we started, decided to stop at this health food store. Well, we, um, I got out the car and I went around uh, to my wife's side of the car and I opened the door for her. You know, we went on in the building and, you know, went on inside, inside the place. We found our little vitamins and paid for them and got back in the car and we left. Thought, no big deal. But what we did not know is that another young lady who comes sometimes to our um, facility here on Tuesdays, uh, she saw, I think, my wife and said, hey, I saw you and your husband at, this, at the vitamin store. I saw y'all at the store. She said, I saw how he went around and he, he, put his, he opened the car door for you and he put his arm around you and you, you went inside just, just, just going inside together. I saw y'all and it was so sweet. It was, it was so this and it was so that. Is the woman going to cry? What? She saw the Lord. Remember, a marriage is an example between Christ, an example of Christ and the church. She saw, she saw Christ being exemplified. She saw the love of God. I'm thinking, okay, hon, let's go on on the store. Now I got to get this vitamin. Come on. <laughs> but something else was being seen. Are you hearing? Christ was being seen, manifested. Some things you can't, you can't put on a show for. It is how you are or you're not. The world needs to see the real. Hallelujah. They need to see the real. So what's hidden, what's done in dark will eventually come to light. Hallelujah. Let's get back in the word of God today. So we only have a short time to go today. Um, Matthew 6 chapter, we're going to go right back there today. Let me show you some more. Uh, there's just so much. I feel like we're trying to, I don't know, trying to eat an elephant. 
with a, with a toothpick. It's going to take a minute, Mark. It's going, it's going to take a minute, Stan. I don't know who wants to eat an elephant. Online community, please do not try to eat an elephant. Let's move on. You got me? Let's go here. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Matthew 6. Let's look at verse 22. I'm going to read just a few. We're going to try to read. Matthew 6, verse 22 says, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, say single, thy whole body shall be full of what? Light. Verse 23. But if thine eye be evil, say evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? Verse 24, no man can serve two masters or either uh, for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. One thing I want you to notice here, the Bible says again in verse number 22, that if therefore the eye be single, single is not talking about uh, as in not married. Single is talking about something that is good, something that is whole. If what you see is good and if it is whole, your whole body will be filled with light, light representing understanding. Say with me, light is understanding. Darkness is ignorance. All right. So if you came, if we close, we turn off all the lights of, or if I told you to close your eyes and I put an object in your hand, you could feel it and wonder, okay, I might know what this is. Maybe you're in darkness. You don't know exactly. You're just feeling it. But when I turn the lights on, you see exactly what it is. Right? Light is understanding. Darkness is ignorance. All right? Or it is uh, confusion. So the Bible says that when your eye is single, when your eye is good, when your eye is healthy, when your eye is whole, the whole you have understanding throughout your whole body. But if your eye it be evil, evil meaning evil, if your eye is evil, not good, then your whole body is full of darkness. Now, here's the kicker in verse number 23. If therefore the light or the understanding that is, is it if therefore the light or understanding that is in thee be darkness, that is, if you think if what you're thinking is actually wrong, if what you're thinking, you think this is good, but it's actually bad, then how great is that darkness? There have been a lot of people that, that say, well, I think I'm doing right by doing this, or they, say, they swear you down that this is right, but it's actually wrong as two, two left shoes. The Bible says, how great is that darkness? Now, why did the Lord bring, bring that up? Because in the very next verse, it says, no man can serve two masters. There are some that say, that declare, I will serve Jesus, but we're still pursuing after money. I will serve Jesus, but we're still pursuing self and pursuing pride and foolish gain. So the Lord breaks it down. You cannot do both. Either you're going to walk in darkness or walk in light. Now, the Lord says this because he's about to unveil to us again the, the majesty of the kingdom of God. In order to take hold of the full majesty of the kingdom of God, you must first decide to walk in it. You must make a decision to walk in it. We're going to look up further on down how the Bible says that we have to seek first the kingdom of God. 
Seek first his righteousness and all these things should be added unto you. Let me give another example. There's a dear woman um, that comes again. We have another food bank story. Uh, she lost her purse on this past Tuesday. She came and said, hey, can you help me? I lost my purse. Well, immediately I had to stop everybody. Hell, hey, hey, uh, this lady has lost her purse. What color is it? Black purse. All right. And you know what she did at that point? She sat down and did nothing. You believe that? No, no, no. She sought and sought and sought for that purse. Her keys were in that purse, money in that purse, IDs in that purse. So she didn't just stop at me. She went around, went around everywhere. My purse, my purse, my purse, my purse, my purse. She had a vision of her purse. She, and she was not going to stop until she found her purse. And so I'm on the mic. Hey, hey, everybody, we need to find this purse. We need to find this purse. She needs to go home to her family. She can't even get in her car to put her food in. Let's help her find her purse. So we went all around. We kept seeking, seeking, seeking. And she found it. She found it right inside of her car. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But she sought until she found it. Scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. That is, seek it and keep on seeking and keep on looking and keep on looking, learning and reviewing and learning and educating yourself and learning and experiencing, seeking the kingdom, seeking the kingdom and his righteousness. That is his way of doing things. Live righteously, seeking to live righteously, seeking to be in alignment with the king of the kingdom on a daily basis. That, that does not mean that every day you're going to find that every day you're going to succeed in some measure, but you will as you keep on. This is not a one-time deal. He says, seek until you find. Seek until you understand. Seek until you see the righteousness of Christ revealed in your life. Seek, and as you seek first the kingdom of God, not seek, uh, we've said, Lord, help us. Many times I've heard people say, the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God. That doesn't mean seek only. Well, actually, it does, because once you seek the best, why are you going to need to seek something else? The father will have everything that you need. First means preeminence. Go to him first. Go to him first. So once you seek, you're seeking after God's way of doing things. You're seeking after his dominion, his domain. You're seeking after what plans he has for you, what word he has for you. You're seeking after that daily in the word of God. You're seeking after that, seeking to live righteously. And as you're seeking, as you're going after, just like the woman with the purse, where's my purse? Where's my purse? Where's my purse? She has her purse on her mind. Where is it? Where is it? You have the kingdom of God on your mind. Father, I want to live this way for you. Uh, tell me, explain to me what the kingdom of God means. Explain to me. Show me that again, Father. Show me in your word. And she's going around and you're going around. Lord, show me, show me. The Lord says, as you do this, those things that you have need of are added to you. He's adding things to you. Are you getting this? Let me show you a few of the things that we're going to have to close down today. Now, so the Lord talks about you got to make a decision. Which kingdom you're going to serve? You can't serve under both the kingdom of God or the kingdom, you know, or mammon. You've got to serve, you know, light or darkness. Make a decision. Verse 25, he says, therefore, therefore, meaning you've got this. Hopefully you've gotten the first part situated. 
I want to serve in the kingdom of light. I want to serve God. I want to serve God. Got this situated. We're not halt between two opinions. He says, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for those who have made this decision. Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink or uh, nor for uh, nor yet for your body. What you shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. Verse 26. Behold, the fowl of the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Verse 27, which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? Verse 28, and why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe ye, clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or whether shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek smiley face. Jesus says, hey, here's another way of looking at this. The Gentiles go after that like crazy. They, they participate in a dog-eat-dog world. They worry about how they're going to pay the bills. They worry about how they're going to get their children the clothes. They, they worry about their next meal. They worry about um, their light bill, they, their rent. They worry, they worry, they worry, they worry, they worry all the time. That's what they do. They worry. But then there's a smiley face. I love that smiley face after the word seek. Do you see that? A smiley face for us. It's not a typo. I believe everything in the word of God is there for a purpose. Jesus is smiling at you and saying, but you don't have to be like them. He says, he says, for after all these things do the Gentiles seek for your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Verse 33, but seek ye what? First the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. He says, they pursue the stuff, but you pursue the kingdom. He said, I'll give you everything. I'll give you the job. I'll give you the monies. I'll give you the house. I'll give you everything that you need to fulfill your kingdom assignment. I'll give it all to you. All you've got to do is come to me. Seek the Lord with a passion, with a fervency. Like the world seeks after that, seek the Lord that way. In verse 34, we'll end it here. It says, therefore, he says, take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. He says, seek after the kingdom. Again, you're going to seek until you find. This is not, and this is not a one-time deal. Because the more you seek after the kingdom of God, seek after his word. What is he saying to you today? 
What does he want you to do today? The more the Father stays on your mind, the more you consult his spirit, the more you walk after him, and the more you desire to live righteously, that's the kingdom of God and his righteousness. The more you desire and the more you walk after his righteousness to align your lifestyle with the kingdom of heaven. Lord, you, you say, Lord, I got a problem with this area. Uh, Lord, I, I like to do it, but Lord, I know it's not in your will for me. Lord, help me take this desire out of me. What are you doing? You're desiring to live righteously. You're seeking after righteousness and the more you do that you'll understand that everything that that the world uh that the world schemes for connives for everything they do that will simply be added to you added to you the father says i already know what you have need of and i've got a storehouse full of it all you've got to do is come to me that's all you're going to live a worry-free life when you do that. Now, remember, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is the, one of the most important messages, if not the biggest message in the Bible, in the whole entire word. Understanding it opens the door and unlocks everything else that you need in your life. All we have to do is seek after him. Next week, the Lord willing, we're going to go uh, even further in this because there's more I have to show you. But I'm telling you this week, just ask the Lord, show me your kingdom. I seek after your kingdom. Show me. Show me what I need. Show me what I need. Show me. And he will do that. Everything you need is within the kingdom of God. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for this moment you've given us. And Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit will continue to lead us into all truth and show us things to come. Continue, Father, I pray to give us witness of your kingdom and, and what you desired for us. And help us, Father, I pray to seek after your kingdom and to seek after living righteously. And I thank you, Lord, that there'll be no hindrance for you adding things to us. And Lord, I just, I just declare that everything that we need toward our kingdom assignment, everything we need for living is added unto us. Thank you, Lord, for adding favor unto us. Thank you, Lord, for, uh, for adding uh, prosperity and security and protection and health and, and wealth. Thank you, Lord, for, for adding unto us everything that we need. To fulfill the assignment that you've given unto us to live righteously in this earth. To be an example to those that are around us. We receive it now, Lord. It is coming to pass. Thank you, Lord, for new legs and new arms and healthy bodies, completely healthy bodies. Thank you, Lord, that we live the kingdom life. Lord, I thank you for the signs and wonders that shall follow the ministry of your word. We love you, Father, and I release this message to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. See you guys on next week. All right. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Hallelujah. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.